All right, Renee. So we're finally here. Today is part one of Doctors for Hire, which is our video series that we're doing in coordination with locumstory.com. This is where you are finding a job. You're using locumstory.com to mm -hmm. help you find not just a job, but actually find a locums consistent job. And uh, we want to document that process. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited to debut this video series to all of you, um, all of you who are listening on the podcast. Um, if you have a chance, actually go to our Docs Outside the Box YouTube channel and check it out. Um, that way you can see the video that accompanies the audio. But we wanted to give you an audio experience as well. And for the folks who are just discovering us for the first time, I'm Dr. Nee. This is Dr. Renee. We are a physician couple. We met a long time ago in medical school. We tackled a ton of thousand dollars thousand dollars excuse me of student loan debt almost seven hundred thousand dollars of student loan loan debt we have two children we live in new jersey and we have a very non-traditional life and we figured this is the next iteration of our long-staying podcast to transition into video so i hope you guys enjoy this video run the film my husband, Nee, and I host a podcast called Docs Outside the Box, which he started in 2016. Hi, my name is Dr. Renee Walney Darko, and I'm originally from Brooklyn, New York. I live now in New Jersey with my husband and my two boys. So I met me back in 2002, literally right before we started medical school. I was living in New York and he was living in New Jersey. And we met because of a mutual mentor who kind of put us together because we were going to the same school. Um, it was nothing romantic in the beginning. So we just kind of met over the phone, um, hit it off and got to medical school in Kansas City and fastly became friends, um, became study partners. Then he was sweating me and you know. <laughs> and then we started dating. So, but we've been married since 2013, so we're going on 10 years of marriage next year. Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> um, Thank you. I know, that is the curveball. Did he carry the one? <laughs> So, you know that um, I'm going to be looking for my own Lucas gig soon. So we talked about that the other day. But um, I think I'm really seriously going to consider doing that because... I was thinking about that and, you know, I was wondering when you're going to get back into the game. Yeah. I was wondering when you're going to get back into being employed or if you're going to get back no, into I'm being... No, I'm not going to go back to being employed. Okay. <laughs> that is out yeah. of the question. I'm yeah. not going to go back to being employed. So I am going to start looking. Um, and, you know, I'm thinking maybe, you know, we definitely need to look at the schedule again. Um, but you, you probably going to think I'm a little crazy. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. But... Here we go. I was thinking, you know, something definitely outside the box. Something we talked about a long time ago, but we never actually went back to. Well, which not, to is, not to sound great, but like how much more else? I mean, it's locum, so it's... No, but I was thinking maybe instead of just considering places in the U.S. that we consider places abroad. Are you certain, like, 
I mean, I knew it was about time that Renee was going to get back into the scheme of things, working. Um, you know, she's in essence sacrificed her career. So I got to be really honest with that. Like, I'm appreciative of that to make sure that our kids have a continuous, have continuity of care with, at home with one of us. But I'm not confront. She threw me off with the whole going possibly international. I'm feeling okay. Um, I think Ni got a little bit surprised by the fact that I mentioned going international for locums. Mm. Um, it definitely put a monkey wrench, I think, in his thought process as to me going back um, and thinking about the kids and their schedules versus our schedules. It's something that is really something to think about. Um, he's always been very supportive, so I don't really have any question as to whether or not he would support me if I wanted to absolutely do this international locums thing. But um, I know it's a lot for him to think about. So, you know, we'll think about it. I'll take into consideration his thoughts because he makes some valid points as well. But um, yeah, we'll have to think about it. For me, I'm using the locumstory.com website which is an online educational resource about locum tenants. Locum Story has tons of information on the ins and outs of how locum tenants works, stories and experiences from other doctors who work locum tenants. Um, and they also have information about top locum tenants agencies that doctors can work with in order to find the best locums assignments for them. So, you know, I'm going to be talking to global medical staffing. That's one of them. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so international. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But what I'm going to be talking to the recruiters about, um, I'm, I'll be telling them, you know, how much I want to get paid, which I think is going to be really important. Um, I think they also should know that I don't really want to do clinic like office for the most part. But it kind of depends on the lay of the land, right? Right, exactly. It depends on is OB hospitalist is that big in other countries? Um, I don't know. So as an OB hospitalist, you know what I would be doing is just going into the hospital, seeing patients, pretty much, you know, delivering babies, doing consults on the floor, you know, seeing patients, you know, like GYN patients. Um, doing surgery, like emergency surgery in the ER. Um, but then when my work is done, it's just done, right? Like I just leave the hospital. Where it, whereas if I'm doing clinic, it's a different story, right? Like I have to see so many patients in a day in the office. I have to order labs, order images, and then I gotta check those things. Um, so my work is not necessarily done just because I leave the office, right? Like yeah. I have so much more work to do, you know, potentially even after I get home or um, the clinic runs late, you know, yeah. depending on how many patients they put on. And I'm just kind of like, ah, well, I'm not boy, really. Your boy's going to have to work too because, you know, just like on my last locums thing that I just got back from, the mm -hmm. assignment that I just got back from, I just took someone's spleen out, right? right? But I took their spleen out like 24, less than 24 hours and then now I'm back home, right? you know, five hours away. Yeah. And the way how the system works is, is it's shift work. You know, once I finish with my shift, someone else takes mm -hmm. over. And that's a pretty big operation. But to have that trustworthiness with my partners to be like, you know what? 
Yeah. Dr. Darko's patient is my patient. We're going to mm-hmm. take care of them and I trust them. I think that's a big deal. So yeah. if that type of system could occur overseas also, then I'm down for it also. Yeah. You and know? that's, yeah, that, that's exactly it. Because that's, that's the key, at least for me, from being a traveling surgeon is mm-hmm. the ability to trust my, my, the other surgeons and be like, okay, well, right. I operated and now they take over. And the same thing, when I go to a locum's position, they may just be like, hey, we just did a bunch of hernias. Right. And now we need you to make sure that they're okay. We're going on vacation. Peace. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> right. Yeah, like I got you. I got exactly. you guys. Because I know the same thing would happen when I need to leave. And yeah. that's how it works. So yeah. if they can, if we can do something that's very similar, I think that'll be really good for our lifestyle, for the kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's really important for me as well because, you know, once I... You know, once I get home, I'd like to spend time with the kids, right? I don't want to think about what are the labs that I need to check? What are, you know, the images that I need to check? Do I need to follow up on this patient's pap smear? Do I need to do all those things, you know? I've, I've done that in the past. Um, and thankfully, it was before we had kids. But, you know, I'm thinking about that time when I used to do that. When we had, if we had kids, what would... You know, what would that look like at home? So, international, huh? International. Well, um, listen, that's a little bit of a curveball that I wasn't expecting. Remember, guys, this is real stuff that's going on. This is reality TV for us. So I wasn't expecting that initially (laughs) when we talked. So what y'all saw there, um, if you're listening or even just watching, that's a true reaction on my part. Yeah, you really need to see Nee's reaction. Um, on video if you have not already um, watched the video and the link to the video is going to be in the show notes but yeah I kind of threw that curveball at you because I just wanted to do something a little bit different so and I think that is different but I want everybody who's listening to understand that look locums temporary work independent contracting this can look You know, it can look different to so many different people. And in this manner, what we're talking about is maybe not practicing in the United States, practicing internationally. I've told you before, or if you if you haven't heard me say this before, I've seen people travel from different continents and come to the United States, Mm -hmm. work locums, and then they go back and will be in their country for, you know, several weeks Mm -hmm. and then come back and rinse, wash and repeat. So this can look very different. This is your career. You only live once. YOLO. Um, whatever it may be, just remember that there's so many different options that are available to you. So, yeah. So I'm very excited to um, continue with part two of this. So, you know, next week, stay tuned for part two um, and see how this progresses. Is Dr. Nee going to stand for this? Is he going to put his foot down and say, woman, (laughs) stay your ass at home? (laughs) That is not going to happen. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Spoiler alert, that ain't going to happen. But um, but yeah, stay tuned for part two next week. And um, we're probably going to have a little bit of a recap party at the end of this whole thing. So um, stay tuned for that as well. We will give you the date and the time of that recap party. And, you know, you can come on, ask us questions live. And um, specifically, especially if you're thinking about locums, um, we can share with you all of our secrets and nuggets um, and gems about locum. So stay tuned for the recap party. All right, y'all. We'll catch you guys on part two. Peace.